Welcome to Being Eve. I'm your host, Casey Alexis, and this podcast is designed for the everyday woman who seeks to do more than just survive. You want to thrive. The goal is to inspire, empower, and encourage you as you find commonalities within my story and the stories of some extraordinary guests. Join me as we dive into this brand new episode. Before we jump into this brand new episode, Let's hear a quick message from today's sponsor. Hey there, ladies. Welcome back. We are now at the series finale of the Tales of the Two Queens. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> I hope you have enjoyed this series thus far. When this series first dropped into my heart, ladies, I thought I was going to do a comparison, right? Like a versus battle that you see on Instagram, Queen Vashti versus Queen Esther. But I really didn't want to pin these two women against each other because we have enough of that already. I just wanted to really highlight their differences and how those differences were able to produce different results. So this series in particular is very significant for many reasons. Some of us can relate to the story of Vashti while others can relate to Esther. And if you're anything like me, you can relate to both. You see, I was once a Vashti through and through, (laughs) y'all. In my younger years, my desire was to treat men how I saw them treat women. I wanted men to feel worthless. So I would purposely do things to the guys that I dated that would embarrass them publicly, that would make them feel small. And I would do it as much as I possibly could. And it brought me great satisfaction knowing that they had no control over me. I dictated those relationships. I manipulated them. I did what I wanted with whom I wanted. And I knew they were all beta males. And I used it to my advantage to break what I already knew was broken within them. But I soon found out that although... I had some form of joy from seeing them squirm. I was the queen of my kingdom pushing around these little peasants. At the end of it all, I was losing. I became more and more unhappy with life. I was unhappy with myself because that act started to get very old. I had to get real with myself and the fact that the hatred that I had for men It stemmed from somewhere and I had to deal with it. And the only person that could help me deal with it the way that I needed to deal with it was Christ Jesus. And it wasn't until I came to that truth that I realized I had a major heart issue. My heart was broken, y'all. I saw too much, way too young And it was impacting the way I dealt with my relationships. And to be honest with you, even after coming to Christ, the residue of that former self remained in me. It crept into my marriage and it became something that began to stifle us both. So I truly had to do the work to heal 
and to truly restore into the woman God created me to be. You see, although I can relate to Vashti with taking a stand when she didn't want to do something, I also have to realize that her approach wasn't the best. There was a better way and she missed out on it by making a choice that ended up hurting her in the long run. Does that sound familiar to any of y'all? Can y'all relate to making a choice even though you felt you were justified in that choice, but then it ended up coming back to hurt you? So yeah, that's what happened to Vashti. But you know what else it reminded me of? It reminded me of how the world loves Vashti, a woman who has a title position and who will put a man in his place whenever she saw fit. I mean, shoot, at one time I was team Vashti. I'd be like, yes, Vashti, yes, get it. <laughs> but I guarantee you ladies that are listening, I know that there's hurt there. I know that there's brokenness there. Somewhere along the line of their childhood or adolescence, teen years or early adulthood, they were violated in some way. Their hearts were broken by either their dad or some man from the past. And because of that hurt and that pain that she has not dealt with, her heart is now a heart of stone. And y'all know the saying, hurt people hurt people. Because a healed, confident person who knows who they are, they know how to lead they know how to correct, they know how to advise, and they know how to discipline. But they take no pleasure in making someone who is already down and low feel small or worthless. So why does the world love Vashtis? Well, it's not so much the world itself, but the God of this world. As the Bible refers to him, his name is Satan. He's the devil, God's arch enemy. His plan since the very beginning was to distort everything that God put in place. So in turn, the children of God are distorted and eventually destroyed. He did it to Eve in the garden and he's had many generations of practice to be very good at it. He doesn't want you to know who you are. He doesn't want you to know your role. And he doesn't want you to know your purpose in the kingdom of God. He doesn't want you to truly become the woman that you were designed to be. Knowing, understanding, and loving your role. His job since the day you were born was to distort the truth about you. Yes, having you question, did God really say he takes pleasure in strategically placing people and things around you that he knows will eventually hurt you so that you can never truly hear the voice of God calling out to you over the pain of what's happened to you. So when you see Vashti's being uplifted in the world, know that the plan is to make you question who you are make you question your modesty, your value as a woman, your role, and your values. You may notice Vashti's getting more attention, you know, Vashti's going into relationships, even getting married. 
and here you are still single. That's okay, ladies. You don't want those men anyway, because let me tell you something. Vashtis attract beta men. And beta men lack authority. They lack leadership. So those men aren't the ones that God has for you anyway. You may see Vashtis holding positions of authority and that's okay too. Because guess what? God's timing is perfect. When you get familiar with scripture, you will notice that God never chooses the most likely person by man's standard to succeed. He's always looking at the heart while man steady studying appearances. One perfect example of that is King David. He was the youngest of all of his brothers. And at the time of his selection, he was just a mere shepherd and he was the smallest. But guess who was the man after God's own heart? That's right. It was David. And the Bible says he was good looking too, (laughs) y'all. Queen Esther, as you know, was beautiful on the outside, but she also had an amazing character to match. Was she born in a rich family with servants? No, she was a plain Jane orphan who rose to the occasion and became queen. Ladies, you see, God wants us to be beautiful. He wants us to take care of ourselves. He wants us to look good. He wants us to smell good, all of that. But he wants us to be women of substance. He cares about our hearts. He is looking for women that is after his own heart. Women of standard. Women who are teachable. Women who hear his voice and know him and love him. Women who understand their role. Women who understand the order of his kingdom. Women who understand and know the times. Women who seek and take heed to good counsel. Women who are filled with wisdom. And most of all, women who know the power of praying and fasting. Do you know what's so amazing about God when he steps into our stories and heals us from the hurts and the pains of our past? We emerge into the women we were always destined to be. And just like Queen Esther, it just doesn't stop with us. We begin to save lives and generations attached to us. It's not enough for just us to make it out, right? Queen Esther's destined for greatness are women who literally use their platforms, their businesses, the blessings that God has given them to step out on faith to help others get to the other side, to move from darkness into light. In the next few months, you will hear guest episodes from a number of Queen Esthers. These women that will come on the Being Eve podcast have emerged from obscure and inferior positions to women who are queens in their own right. They are leaders. They have authority. They are business owners, entrepreneurs, authors, coaches, and experts in their industries. They are wives, mothers, and even grandmothers. They know and understand their roles in the kingdom. 
Their identity is secure in Christ. They understand the times. They take heed to their father's voice. And they will be sharing their struggle to triumph stories right here on Being Eve. Encouraging, inspiring, and equipping you so that you too can know that you can be an Esther of your generation. Ladies, I hope you enjoy this series and stay tuned next week for our very first guest of season three, Being Eve. Well, ladies, thank you for tuning in. I hope this episode blessed you as much as it did me. Before we depart, a quick reminder to head on over to the show notes where you will find all the info to keep in contact with Being Eve and to learn more about our guests. Make sure to let them know Being Eve sent you. Last but certainly not least, ladies, don't forget to review, share, and subscribe. This is your opportunity to let the whole world know where we gather for absolutely free. As always, ladies, please continue to love, live, and thrive without losing the authentic you.